Hello, welcome to Aero Bandwidth, your source for everything you need to know about the technologies, trends, and concepts that are steering our industry today. We hope that you enjoy this episode, and if you do, please subscribe. Hello and welcome back to Aero Bandwidth. My name is Adam Kapka. I'm the host of today's show and joining me is Rebecca Simmons from Hitachi. Rebecca, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for taking the time to, to come on to our show. Appreciate you um, being here. Rebecca is a first time visitor and voice on Aero Bandwidth. Why don't you take a moment and just let our audience know a bit more about you? Sure. I uh, Rebecca Simmons. I am out of the Texas area. I have been working with channel partners for um, seven or eight years, Aero specifically for four. I've been in the industry for, I hate to say, a long time, <laughs> I should say. It's probably 28 years now working for uh, manufacturers uh, and at Hitachi for 13. Wow, uh, and, and so, yeah, just, just really enjoy working with customers in the technology field and so much to learn. It's changed. Uh, and, and so just, just continuing to change with it. Uh, but I really enjoy working with the partners and helping educate the partners on our, uh, products. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks for the intro and, and Texas. So does that make you a Cowboys fan or always, what? always <laughs> born and raised, right? Born and raised. We don't change. Exactly. Well, interesting times down there. We'll have to see what, what happens in, uh, in the next season or two. Right. That's Very right. cool. Excellent. We just keep hope alive. <laughs> That's all we can do. That's kind of like being a Bronco fan right now. Um, very good. Well, hey, what's um, lots of changes, right? When we think back about, you know, Hitachi, the old Hitachi, and then kind of the new Hitachi, there are lots of changes over the last probably uh, 24, 36 months. What's new? What's going on? What should we know? Well, Hitachi Data Systems, which was the traditional company that I came to work for, it, um, it has evolved. Uh, we we brought in, of course, the biggest announcement that we had a few years back was Pentaho. Mm -hmm. uh, we also had another division uh, of Hitachi that we brought in as well, which was the Insight Group, which helped with a lot of the IoT solutions. Mm. And so they had some experience there. The most recent announcement, which we're very excited about, is the addition of Hitachi Consulting. Um, Hitachi Consulting has worked in the industry with other other customers, but they've worked on a multi-vendor kind of environment. So they went out and did solutions on SQL, Oracle, uh, remember the Larson uh, database that they used to have. So mm -hmm. they did a lot of that kind of customized work uh, for, um, for customers. So they bring some of that multi-vendor database um, conversations that we can have um, with our customers, because, you know, the big journey for us is, is, is to look at it holistically at a, a customer's environment. So that really will help us understand, you know, databases, bringing them together, helping consolidate, um, you know, and helping them merge those databases. So we're really excited about that. And then yesterday, uh, we had another announcement that we're adding watermark, a waterline uh, data. So it's going to also help us with some of those conversations uh, and they um, and help us with the uh, analytics. So we'll be added to the portfolio of the Lumata data services, the Pentaho integration, uh, and then uh, in, in into our digital solutions portfolio. So just helping find ways and products that will help us um, with customers and digitizing their environment. 
Yeah, amazing. Wow. All, all kinds of good stuff, right, happening there at uh, Hitachi Ventara for sure. Um, yeah, right. So, so not all that long ago, you guys held your annual conference called Next. Um, and if I recall correctly, that was in Las Vegas this year. Las Vegas. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great show. Had the opportunity to be there. You know, we, we had a huge presence there from the aero point of view. We had our, our, our SAM car out there and kind of supporting the IoT motion and the booth, right? Talking um, partners with partners about, you know, activities, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. What are some of the, the key thoughts that you had, feedback from the show that maybe you guys have heard now that it's, it's been, you know, a bit of time? Um, just maybe reflect a bit on, on that conference. I got to see your interview with uh, <laughs> the, the media and the uh, the car interview, which was really great. I, I had no idea that Hitachi uh, was involved with Arrow in that project. Believe it or not, I had no idea that we were doing that together. So that was exciting. Um, and to be able to share that, right? Yeah. Shared it on Twitter, shared yeah. it on Facebook. Look at the wonderful things that can happen, right? Through technology and yeah. through the partnership. So that was really exciting. We have a lot of um, feedback from customers and from partners about the Disney story mm, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, helping them uh, with LIDAR and helping them, you know, th- it was, it was amazing to hear how if, if something happens on a ride, it closes it down for two hours mm-hmm. and the dissatisfaction that their customers have having to, I mean, they've been waiting in line or they got their ticket early they showed up, got their ticket so they could come back in two or three hours. And right. now, it's all been um, uh, uh, it's all been uh, derailed because somebody dropped a cell phone. Somebody, you know, fell. Whatever yeah, the yeah. issue is, so to be able to help them with that and ha- being a customer of Disney and having been there, I can tell you that I think it's exciting that uh, that we can just move the business along and not have to, you know, cause people headache and 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 uh, dissatisfaction and having their vacation. Some people are there for two days. Some people are, you know, there for a short time. They don't have time to get back. So it's really exciting that we can actually bring technology to help them with that. Yeah, that's, I mean, Disney was was all over, right, on the main stage. Mickey Mouse came out, right? It was was great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, and I think that's, you know, a a really key insight, um, especially around maybe the the next topic that that we'll hit. But as we reflect just a bit on, you know, kind of the the Pentaho Lumada integration and in that Disney story that you shared with us, you're, you're absolutely right. The you know, if, if you were to, I guess if I were to, to put a business kind of take on it, um, you know, a down ride equals probably missed revenue, right? Especially with some of the key rides that people are there for, right? Those um, repeat customers that are like, well, hey, I just want to ride the new, like whatever slinky dog ride or whatever yeah. the whatever the thing is, you know, um, or to your point, right? Those those folks that come that are that are there maybe once in a lifetime, right? And kind of the experience and um, you know, the branding and, and, you know, I don't know if everybody's got a chance to go to Disney World, right? We've been fortunate enough to go to a couple times. And I just think about how oftentimes those rides then, you know, once they complete dump you in their store, right, their merchandise store and how much money is made there. So if you're not shuffling customers through that merchandise area, right, because your ride is down, like how much money do you lose in the profitability? So, you know, yep, you would think that, that a ride may not have that big of an impact, but it certainly does. Right? And I think availability, again, from the business side, um, and, and fortunately, unfortunately, because Disney is a business, right? But um, <laughs> it's, uh, okay. it's critical. And so, you know, that makes me think about, you know, um, the Lumada suite and how cool it is and all the things that we can do and the visuals behind the rides and the mechanics, right? But ultimately, it still generates a lot of data, right? And, and we need places to keep that and stored and visualize and analyze and all that stuff. So, so part of, I think, the, um, the key announcements at Next 2019 were 
around the, the VSP 5000, right? Lots of talk about that and, and some of the offerings. Maybe, um, can you give us a little intro to that product and kind of where it fits, what it does, um, why it's so key to your strategy? I think that to, to really highlight the VSP 5000, you know, we, we go to customers' locations. We, we understand the Disney's, um, mm-hmm. you know, what their business outcome is. All of that is generating, as you said, tons of data and and that data can be in different locations and having to be combined in mm-hmm. order to get the result that they want and so that that can be storage on old equipment it can be um you know from cameras it can be from you know several different sources and so the 5000 can really fit in in that in that it has the capability so it has a capability of 21 million IOPS. However, <laughs> really, it can be a lot more versatile than that. Yes, it's the fastest. Yes, it, it probably it has the most capable capacity of any of them. But what it does is it also helps them in their environment protect what they already have. So, for instance, they don't need to have all of their data on tier one storage, mm-hmm. but they they can they can have it on tier one storage. However, we allow the tools to be able to tier that off to the cloud through with the five thousand. It comes uh, and and we capable of that. It also allows you to tier that to HCP. So it allows you to do things with your data, um, and then keep your tier one data, which is your important data, on the fastest um, performing uh, system. But because we can virtualize third-party equipment still behind the VSP 5100 and 5500 that we that we have that capability, customers can still keep some of their investment and use that as a tier two and a tier three. Mm. So what we do when we tier it off to HCP, we create a metadata. And so that that makes the data point smaller and mm-hmm. you can move that on to tier two or tier three. Mm-hmm. You have to rehydrate that data to bring it back. However, it's it's not, uh, it comes as very good performance. Right. Uh, so we have the capability to be able to, to help a customer, you know, protect what they have, reutilize what they have, um, not have to migrate everything to the 5,000 so they don't have to buy, uh, you know, all new storage. They can do it in time. So they can come to the latest technology without having to reinvest their entire environment. So no rip and replace reutilize what you've got. So one of the things that Hitachi's always done is been able to virtualize, especially behind, you know, our storage, other people's um, storage mm-hmm. units, IBM, EMC, anybody else. So right. you, you can take that, create the same governance, create the same metadata, have some standardization to it and, and um, pr- uh, investment protection for them. All right. Thank you, Rebecca. That was, that was great. Let me see if I can uh, recap some of the important data points that, uh, that you called out there. So um, VSP 5000 allows for virtualization of, of any storage manufacturer that you may have on your floor, allows for tiering structure between tier one, tier two, tier three type storage offerings, tiering to the cloud. Um, and then there's one more in there that I think I missed. Help remind me what that one was. Um, capable of 21 million IOPS. Ah, right. Exactly. Right. Speed <laughs> for sure. Excellent. Speed. Um, so when, when you think about like uh, a channel partner's perspective and on all, all those, are, I think are really good, compelling you know, elements from uh, from an end user viewpoint. 
Is there anything that sticks out to you in regards to Hitachi Channel Partners that really says, hey, you, you need to give the VSP 5K a look? Yes. Um, so Hitachi typically and, and really builds its new products, storage, servers, our edge devices from Lamada. We build them towards anticipating them to be in an IoT environment, anticipating them to do multiple things. Mm. So um, seven nines, right? Having your data available all the time um, to be able to, um, for users to have a good interface that they can do their own migrations now. They don't need to have somebody come in and migrate their data from one uh, storage system to another. They can do that now through a GUI. So we build our storage systems with the user in mind, with the customer's investment in mind to allow and give them the tools to to do a lot of this um, uh, new technology and on their own so they can have the protections uh, of, of having their data migrated in a timely manner uh, by their own people. Excellent. So a lot of tools have been brought in. The um, the interface has been updated. And so our storage has always been um, a workhorse. It's mm-hmm. always known for never going down, uh, staying, um, having having uptime, uh, and so, or being able to come back from a catastrophic uh and recovering very quickly. So we build all of that in all of our products and the 5,000 is no um, different. And and also something that we've added is we have four to, four to one data reduction automatically uh, and you have capability of having seven to one uh, reduction um, capable as well. So lots mm. of things that we're building in it that customers expect from Hitachi storage, right. they're not gonna be disappointed with the 5,000. That's awesome. That's great. So, so you mentioned lots of tools and, and, you know, things that are available to the partner community. Where, where is the best place for a partner to turn to, to learn more and take advantage of, of what they can uh, maybe gain from, from your kind of channel program um, commitment, right? Partner enablement, that type of stuff. So Hitachi has um, also added um, people in the field. Mm. So we have central, western, and eastern. Uh, we call them critical mass territories, CMTs. We've added resources in those territories to focus just on partners. And so if a partner wants information, if they want help, we have um, technical people now that are focused for enablement in those territories. So you have three across the country right now. Hopefully that will grow. And then we also have, you know, the salespeople along with that. So we've, we're creating more teams to work directly with the partner. That's one way. Contact your Hitachi local person and find mm-hmm. their partner. Um, manager that they're that's there locally. The other thing is we have um, resources, of course, that are available on online training. A lot of our training now is not only internal Hitachi technical people. We've opened those trainings that were traditionally only for Hitachi. We've opened that up for partners, and so mm-hmm. they can go out to our university and they can train um, on the same information that we train on, which I think is very exciting. It was big, big, big uh, news for us. And we were very excited to share that with the partner organization that we can also help them get certified. So if they're looking to get certified, they can contact you, uh, Arrow, of course, um, or they can contact us. Uh, I'm dedicated. Tony Spatafor is dedicated as well. So, you know, if they want to have uh, a certification, if they want four or five people, we can do that for them. So we're offering a lot more ways for partners uh, to learn our product. 
Wow. Amazing. Excellent. All right. Well, hey, I think, um, you know, at that probably wraps it up for my questions. Uh, maybe maybe before we depart, is there any other wisdom that you want to share uh, with uh, our listeners today? Um, I think that an opportunity that partners can um, can look for uh, when, when working with Hitachi is if, if there's partners out there that are currently offering um, integration services to their customers, if they're doing some data integration for their partners, if they're working with maybe one of the other products, maybe an IBM, maybe another product that, uh, and starting the AI conversation mm -hmm. with their customers, they can certainly look at how that would fit into our uh you know what we do as well because we work with some of those other products um they would walk away with the consulting services uh because you know they can get pentaho the um you know the um developers edition or mm -hmm. the uh, the free edition they can mm -hmm. use that train on uh, and then we have uh, uh, classes as well that we can help them uh train on uh the pentaho and certification and um for them to be able to do so if, if there's a partner out there that's moving towards which everybody's moving towards there's a huge consolidation of partners happening if you've mm -hmm. noticed moving towards being able to offer those services definitely you know we could we could help with classes uh, certifications uh tools and those kind of things but they definitely would benefit because they'd walk away with the consulting which is a huge part of delivering a huge iot solution sure, or yeah. even a small iot solution yeah right yeah services 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 right i think yes. that's uh, i think those will be maybe the word of 2020 if not uh, 2020 and lot, beyond right <laughs> yeah. the storage almost just runs itself the services is where we want partners to really engage with us and and, and uh, become profitable because we we need those kind of partners um, out there helping our customers yeah for sure excellent fantastic well rebecca thank you so much appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to, to come chat with me here on uh, aero bandwidth hey if uh, if somebody wanted to, to drop you an email get a hold of you what's the best way to do that I am at uh, Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A dot Simmons, S-I-M-M-O-N-S at HitachiVantara.com. And uh, my work number is 817-946-2311. Excellent. All right. Sounds good, Rebecca. Thanks again so much uh, to our listeners. Appreciate you tuning in to, uh, to this episode of Aero Bandwidth. Uh, until next time, take it easy out there. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. To contact us on Twitter, use hashtag AeroBandwidth, and we'll see you next week.